is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, it's not 11.30, it is 1.30 p.m. Let's in the go. afternoon. And that can mean only one thing. It is time for this week's edition of Hanging with the Boys. There is a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center. Here at the Star in Frisco, it is 82 degrees outside. It feels like 84. There will be a low tonight of 65. And I am joined here today by my co-hosts, colleagues, and friends, Jesse Holly. What's up? And Nate Newton. There's hey, how are you doing, we, Shannon? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, <laughs> Nate. Good to see you. I'm very excited to see you guys. We, we, are, we have upgraded J- Jesse's seat, and uh, we are curtless today. So Jesse... Is sitting in the co-pilot chair over Let's here. Let's go. And uh, Chris Beam's back there on the ones and twos for one more week before he goes on vacation. And then tune in next week to see if we get even get on the air when Scott <laughs> Purcell is running the show. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're here. back here. We're just praying. <laughs> pray hard. Pray hard. Uh, we are two hours late because a little practice going on outside. They're wrapping up with uh, the last day, I believe, of – well, last day this week of OTAs. And then I think uh, next week is minicamp. Is that right? Is that right, Chris? Did I get that right? Uh, one more day tomorrow of OTAs. Okay. And then three days next week of minicamp. Minicamp. Which okay. will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wow. All right. So Jesse and I watched practice together, and we invited Nate. But Nate seems to think that practice isn't important. So why is practice watching practice not important, Nate? Because after about two or three belly bumps from 300-pound guys, what more do you want? I mean, it's the same routine. Bump a belly here, bump a belly there. You know what I'm saying? So, come on. So you're saying until the pads come on is really not a whole – you see one practice. You, well, you see what they look like. You see they're, how they're moving, and it's time to go Okay, let me put somebody, it this right? way. Okay, Zeke was on the sideline working out. Mm-hmm. Lake Jarwin was on the sideline working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Height was on the sideline working out. We saw a little bit of uh, number 72, mm-hmm. Tristan Hill. He was running on the sideline. He got a little bit of practice. You get me now, Shannon? Did you think I did not watch practice? D- Dak, Dak. Oh, oh man, Dak looked good, bro. Until until he, you know, he couldn't do he didn't he couldn't do no team. Yeah, he couldn't not, do no team. Not participating in yeah, team workouts. Yeah, but so. he looked good throwing it in them the, nets. Yeah, the, yeah, with no defenders. No defenders at his feet. Tristan Hill didn't practice today. Yes, he did. Number seventy two. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, seventy two. He didn't. It, I, who was number seventy two? I saw him on the court. I saw I him didn't. on the court with Demarcus Lawrence the entire practice. I saw him on the court too, but I also saw him in two man rush. Down on okay, the, on so the I got a question for you then. <laughs> if you watched practice and we invited you to watch practice with us, what do you have against me and Jesse? Why would you not watch practice because with Jesse us? Because Jesse smells like Lysol, and I don't want to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not nice, Nate. That's fine. You know what? I'm not going to invite you to watch practice with us ever again. No, no. <laughs> It's not I, I, nice. Oh no, I'm just joking about Jesse. The only thing that no, I'm I do smell like Lysol. The, the only thing that I'm gonna do is look at the fat guys. I have no, I saw one play with number eleven, Michael Michael Micah 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 mm-hmm. Parsons Parsons mm-hmm. got an interception. Went up for it. Yeah, stretched went, yeah. out. Oh, yes. I, and the only reason I knew that is because Douglas told me. <laughs> I was down there looking at. <laughs> Once again, looking at the fat guys, I saw number 77 out there. Made my heart warm to see number 77. Out. All I look at is the fat guys. That's Not, it, huh? Them guys ain't fat. I was fat. Them guys look good. Tell you what, I am <clears throat> going to defend Jesse on this one because Jesse, even though he smells like Lysol, he was, <laughs> he was about two years ahead of this pandemic. Yes, he was. Because we made fun of you for two years for – Spraying off the mic, cleaning the studio, and, yeah. and guess what? 
after we were gone for a year, guess what everybody had to do when we came back? <laughs> That's right. Lice all the mic. Yeah. Swipe off the counter. Yeah. Yes. So, Jesse, you you were ahead of this thing. You were uh, before your time. Me and Dr. Fauci. That's right. <laughs> Listen That's to right. us, man. Listen to us. You were. Listen to us. No, but I, I agree a little bit with Nate, right? We Football is such a polarizing thing mm-hmm. in Texas. Yes. Across the country mm-hmm. with the Dallas Cowboys. But when you go and you watch these practices, you don't really learn much. Yeah, you see guys, oh, he looks good. He's in shape. He looks slender. He looks svelte. He looks fat. He looks this. Right. You want to see guys move, but you 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 don't learn a lot. And a lot of it, because I, t- I was talking to you, like I don't like watching seven on seven. I don't like watching half drills. Because they, they're not realistic. Mm-hmm. I want to see some team stuff. But then when team stuff comes and you're not in pads, you don't really get a chance to fully see, you know, I hate. I, I hate this when I played. I hate it now. I hate when you're watching practice and a, and a, a ball carrier has the ball and you see a dude come by and, and, and do the little fake, like he got a, you know, a right. thud or, 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 you know, you tap him on the side, like, oh, I got the tackle. No, you don't. I've watched you in real life games. <laughs> Do run up on a dude, uh-huh. run up on a yeah. dude, <laughs> and not make the tackle. Yeah. So don't sit here and tell me because you know I'm I'm running by. You happen to get two hands on my hips, that I'm tackled. Because I've seen you stand square in front of a dude and not make the tackle. Right, right. So when you you know you, you, we, we we get so excited about these practices, you know, and, and, and rightfully we, we so. Do. Football's back, and we love that. And and fans want to kind of hear things, and they want to talk about things. But you don't really learn much. Their players are still learning. The coaches are still learning. The players, you're still trying to kind of implement some things. You're still trying to input some things. And and, and no one's fully going all out to do anything. And so – and that's why I always tell people, like, I can tell you what a team is going to be like – when we get to training camp, when the pads start coming on and the real stuff starts happening, because here's my thing. When we're doing seven on seven, right, that's a defensive drill. Why is that, Jesse? It's a defensive drill. Seven on seven, it's a defensive drill. You think so? It's a pass. Everyone knows it's a pass. Well, why defense keep getting caught on that there? 50% of, of, <laughs> Stop. of what has to happen has already happened. Ain't no lineman, so you ain't, you ain't running the ball. So in my mind, I'm already saying, well, I know it's a pass. So defense is going to win a large majority of the seven on seven. I don't agree. I don't agree. And then the when, thing when, that, when I played with Troy, he used to dominate. When I, I, I he used to he, him, Mike, and Alvin, they used to this entire deep, well until 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 Dion came then. <laughs> I agree with you. Okay. For someone who wasn't wasn't afraid to tell Michael, uh, you ain't catching it. See, that's the thing. Before Dion got there, Michael tell a DB, hey, listen, let me me catch this. I'm I'm trying to work on my catching, you know, my route running, whatever. And then Prom got there, and Prom told him, you can kiss my – no, you had to earn this. Right, right. And then it became a little bit more competitive. Yeah. But it's it's a defensive drill. When you do half line – That's a defensive drill. You got no pads on. It's a defensive drill. So all the different things you, you, you see, I, I I look for the fluidity. I look to see who's moving well. I look to see who's kind of, you know, out there, and quick twitch and all that kind of stuff. But you don't really tell. I, I have, from watching practice today, nothing has changed about what I know about this football team than I do yesterday. So you don't know if they're going to be any better on defense no. just by looking at guys running around in no. shorts? no. Ain't nobody making no calls. I told you upstairs. It's a lot different to stand out here in a practice field but, and play. And then when you got number 12 standing at the line of scrimmage and he's saying, number 11 is the mic. And number 12, I'm talking about number 12 in Tampa Bay. Right. The dude with all those Super Bowl rings. Right. That's the difference. When he's saying, oh, he's the mic. And now you saying, oh, he, he knows I'm the mic. And he knows yeah. we're in. That's when it gets a little bit real to me. You know, this is, this is fun. It's necessary. It's important for them, for the players, for the coaches. And for the fans. And for the fans, because you're doing back. a great job of, of, of discrediting OTAs. No, no, no. I, OTAs are necessary. <laughs> yeah, they but are. Nec- yeah, but you can't have it both ways. I, 100% I can. Or not. 
for for our evaluation. evaluation. Okay. We, you can't tell a different. You, I, I can. You you I can't can. you can't go I out can. there right now and tell me who's going to be the best I, player on a, a particular I, I side can. of the ball. I, I can I can name three defensive players right now, defensive tackles that's going to be better than Poe was last year. Hell, you can go back out there <laughs> right now. You're ridiculous. Bad knees and hips You're and all, ridiculous. and be better than Dante. What I'm saying is, for the fans, it's great to see the guys back out there. For the reporters, it's great to kind of start drumming up some of your stories. For the coaches, it's great to have the players back out there. But you really— For some former players, it kind of makes you wish you were still playing. It, it? it got me last week. It got me Jesse last week. shared a moment with me upstairs. What, what happened, Jesse? A, a private, private— Moment. Oh, is that no? I'm not no, supposed to. You said you tweeted, tweeted about it. it. I tweeted okay. about it. No, no. Okay. I thought I'd have screwed up and told another no, story. No, no, no. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> tell me so I can tell. You. When uh, 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 when we were leaving last week, I stayed right. and I, I watched some of the practice and right. and, and I, I had that feeling come over me again. Like like I hadn't had that feeling in a long time. And what feeling is that? Like I want to play. But I but <laughs> no, I was. Tr- I was trying to leave. I was trying to leave, and my legs wouldn't move. And the hair stood up on the back of my neck, and I got that that those butterfly tingly feelings in my stomach, and the adrenaline started pumping, and I was just like, and I hadn't felt that in a long. What'd you eat before you came to the show? Time. Is it some bad food? It might have been. You get some. I, I have had some, dreams where I, where I was playing in games mm-hmm. and woke up and say that was just a dream. I got in the car. I said it to myself. Okay, I got. Right, I know. Right. I got in the car. I was like, <laughs> "What the hell was but, that?" But how yeah. long has it been since you like wanted? You had that feeling, like it's you wanted to play. Time. Years, years, at least five or six years. Really? Yeah. And you don't know why? It just it, it last week it it jumped on me. Wow. It jumped on. Do you think me. maybe it's because you hadn't like visually seen football in person in like over a year, and it was like the first time you've been? I don't know. I, I like like the football okay. horny in me. Went through the roof. Anybody got Jim Myers' phone number Why? so we can call a psychiatrist? We got to fix the situation. <laughs> call Miss Jackie. Doctor yeah. call, call Dr. Ms. Jackie. Call Dr. Jackie. Yeah, yeah, Jackie. We got one over here. I need, I need an evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I came to my senses when I got in the car and I was driving right. home. I was like, Wow, oh, that was weird. And then he went home and looked in the mirror and he said, "You know what? I probably yeah, can't play receiver anymore. Yeah, but I bet I could play safety, it maybe ran, even a little linebacker down in the box, it maybe ran through, a little bit. Not linebacker. Safety ran through my mind. It did. <laughs> and then he saw Tim Tebow on the TV and I'm he's like, to you, be know what? With oh, right? you know what? I'm trying to be transparent. Don't laugh at me. What you think, Jesse? I mean, what you think, Nate? Hey, I'm loving this man. Yeah, he had on the couch with Jesse. He had, yeah, he had a problem sticking in the league when he was healthy and he was. Was prime in his prime, and now he's ten years removed, and now he's thinking about switching positions and going maybe, just yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe I was out of maybe I was out of position. Right, right. Maybe right. I should have been a safety. See, look, right. Oh man, the only way to find out is to find no. The way these tight ends and wide receivers coming back as tight ends, that boy from Florida done changed That's the game. That's what I'm saying. Tebow? No. Yeah, no. Oh, you're Kyle Pitts. Pitts. The other Kyle Pitts. He done oh, changed yeah. the game, yeah. bro. No, yes. no. I came to my senses. It was it was one of those moments. I had the moment. It was a weird. <laughs> I felt funny. I felt it felt odd. And then by the time I got down the tollway, it was like, boy, please. And then you're like, you know what? I'll be back next week to make my ten dollars and <laughs> I went to work out and, and I realized like how I felt after a workout. And I was uh-huh. like, imagine because you I'm, went at it and doing the workout. One hundred percent. Let me see if I can do it. Let me see if I can do it. I, I double scooped on the, on, on the pre workout. It was right. like scoop, shotgun right. it with an energy yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. Red Bull Let's and go, a five hour go. and a pre workout. And then I, I got felt my like I'm so beat up. Like after I was done working out, I was like, like nah. imagine this on top of a two hour practice or on top of a, a training camp. Times, what, 120 days or whatever? What's the difference between – is there a difference from a player perspective from OTAs to minicamp? OTAs are voluntary, right? Organized team activities. Is there any difference other than you you have to be here for minicamp? Is it a harder practice? When I played, played, uh, we didn't have OTAs. Jimmy Johnson brought all of this in. Jimmy Johnson brought all of this stuff you see now. He brought it in. You didn't have – you had we, the draft week. You came in after the draft about a week or ten days, days. And after that, you started working out as a rookie. You didn't even go back home. So – but then when minicamp came, 
it wasn't about no rookies. You got in when you got in. The veterans got that work, you know. So, and then after that mini camp, I think you had two if you had a new coach or something. And then you had that mini camp, and then you just started working out from that point on. Mm-hmm. So, I, how was it with, with y'all? I'm talking when I first started, it got a little more advanced mm-hmm. once we got going. Yeah, when I when I started, it was rookie mini camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the draft, yeah, all the rookies come in, and then we I was I came in. It was OTAs already. Oh man, you you went to work. So now the thing is, rookie mini camp now ain't nothing to like. What rookie? When I came in, you were full padded. Yeah, two a days, three a days. I, yeah. I I was on the tail end of the three a day, right? Two a day era, right? So you, you know you had that. The difference between OTAs and actual mini camp, like. One, you're still fresh, right? You're mm. excited to be playing football That's again. Right. You're running around. Training camp is 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 real deal, right? Those days begin to add up. They lo- the days are longer. The practices are harder. Um, again, Nate, you were you had two a days, probably three a days of training we, camp. We 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 had t- we definitely had we had full padded two a days. It wasn't all that. We went to Austin, and <laughs> and Coach Johnson said. Uh, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do the 49ers. We're not the 49ers. We're gonna be more physical. And so everybody had this kind of owl like, what do you mean? <laughs> Look in the eyes. We're gonna hit. I'm not gonna keep you out there more than two hours per practice. You know, uh that time the 49ers was going anywhere from two and a half to three hours because it no pass a lot of times. So they expected for a lot of running, a lot of speed. Well, we open up the first day. He said, "Full pass tomorrow. We gonna get, we gonna work our way into it." And working our way into it was uh, seven on nine, seven on <laughs> offense, nine on defense, because they brought the safeties, one of the safeties in. And man, you talking about a slaughterhouse for like thirty five minutes? I was like, it, I, you know what? We just got undressed. Nobody said a word. You numb after that? You ain't nobody said a word. And we like, okay, it can't be this way in the afternoon. Okay, it wasn't. The only difference was when we went inside run, they changed from 709 to inside run, was you just didn't tackle the back in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't change for the boys up front. <laughs> no. So I said to myself, we all looked at each other, and we just shook our head, and we knew whoever survived. It wasn't about making the team. It's, just, it's like whoever's walking at the end of these six weeks <laughs> will make the team. That's how I'm saying. Jimmy was not – ask any of these guys. Around. He was not playing, man. He – because he knew, him and Mr. Jones knew, like, this is not going to be my team three years from now. These guys you have on this field would not – 80% of them would not be here. So he didn't care. He was like, we're going to see who the toughest guys are. So times have changed is what you're saying. Yes. Money has finally taken full effect of how you treat guys. He said six weeks. Do you even do six weeks now at training camp? It's like four weeks. I was we about did, to say we something. Did. Six weeks? It's three, three to five, and it's only five if you play we the Hall of Fame We do two weeks game. before. You had a week with the, with the rookies. Then the, then the veterans came in. Then, you know, that next week, you know, you know, it was eight weeks, and then the next week, you eight get re- weeks. yeah, you get ready for you start getting ready for the preseason. Yeah, games. that's survival. God, yeah. Lee. And see, the thing about it was, if you moaned and groaned and missed practice, Jimmy didn't say a word. It, it was so funny. He just he'll let you get healthy. He'll come up to you, man. He, slick little dude. He would come up to you. Hey, you all right today? You feel good? Yeah, he'll pat you all on the butt. Oh, man, he'll run around like a little pup. Oh, no, he's, he's practicing today. Hey, 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 Rich, go get my, my medical man. He's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I think of Kevin O'Neill. You know, Kevin O'Neill wants to do run off to practice. Kevin O'Neill, do not let him practice today. Really? Bye. So you had to play through stuff is what you said. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people ask Coach Johnson, will he ever come back to coaching? He he says, I cannot be that person again. Mm. You couldn't do it that way. No, the thing is, he said he could not be that. He he could be that person, but he said he don't want to be that person again because you literally did not care. If it wasn't your team, you did not draft these guys, he did not want you. You had to be elite. 
anybody that can go in there and get rid of Dan Marino from Miami Dolphins, that ought to tell you something. Mm. All right, fellas, let's take our first break. A lot to get to today. I want to know if y'all are worried about the backup quarterback situation. Oh, my God. Because there's three. Do we have one? There, well, there's three guys that we're all very familiar with. That okay. I think we had all three of them last year, and I think two, maybe all three of them played, and I don't know if any one of them really stuck. <laughs> um, that, let's talk about uh, Blake Jarwin. Hopefully getting back out on the field. And I want to talk to y'all about Coach Quinn. Jesse, you and I talked about this a little uh-huh. bit upstairs. Um, what your expectations are from the defense and if you think that he can really make a difference. I saw he got hip toss earlier. Did One you? of them big linemen hip tossed. He was out there with his hat turned around backwards. and hey, he, After he had to pick it up off the ground, that big lineman almost threw him on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that and more when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, there's a lot to get excited about for the upcoming season, but nothing more so than having a packed AT&T Stadium to cheer on the Cowboys every Sunday afternoon. At SeatGeek, we've been using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier, like football games, country shows, rodeos, pro wrestling, and everything in between. Download the SeatGeek app today and let there be live. Seeky. 1996, a great year and a glorious decade. Dolly the Sheep was clothed. Dial-up was awesome. Influencers didn't exist. Pants were baggy. And the Dallas Cowboys won it all yet again. Sadly, we can't go back to the 90s, but we can still watch the Cowboys try to win it all once more. Whether you're traveling to the games or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back. Hanging with the Boys. Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly. We are Kurtless today. Chris Beam on the ones and twos in the back. And let me tell you a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys football and Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders dance youth camps. They're back this summer. For athletes and dancers of all skill levels, two- and three-day camps are available with new dates added at AT&T Stadium and the Star in Frisco. Spots are very limited. These things are selling out because everybody's so ready to get their kids the hell out of the house this summer. <laughs> they have been signing them up left and right. Register today at DallasCowboys.com academy to get your little one in one of these classes. Danny McCray that actually we just saw earlier and talked a little football that Former teammate of yours uh, runs all of our youth football academies. Doing so. a great job with it as well. He is. This is his second or third year to do it. I think. I want to say like year three. Entering season, yeah, entering year three. He's been here a little over two years. So yeah. it's funny how much we've changed. It's like when we were playing, I was much more smaller than than Danny, mm-hmm. and then now that we're retired, he's much more smaller than I am. I don't know. if It's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. But it's a thing. It's interesting to watch former players after their career. They go usually one way or the other. They either go Pup Smith them with the other bigger, or they go a lot smaller. Darryl Johnson went smaller. Mm. Yeah. All right, fellas, let's talk about where we want to go. You said quarterbacks. Lost without Kurt here. You said quarterbacks. Yeah, let's do quarterbacks. 
Um, this is a very simple and easy topic, just by the way. Okay, well, just let me <laughs> let me let me let me read these names. Hey, he just blew that out of the water. Let it's me, a very simple topic. Let me it's read a very the, easy topic. Let me to read discuss. these names for you. Okay. okay, at quarterback right now on the roster, we have Dak Prescott. Yay! QB one. Uh, Garrett Gilbert. Who? QB one and a half. Ben DiNucci and Cooper Rush. Remember Ooh. Cooper Rush? Yeah, he's back. He's back. Okay. Wow. So those are our guys. So if Dak goes down, how do you feel about the backup? We don't no no more Andy Dalton. How do we feel about the backup quarterback spot? Are we good? I think they brought in Brett Hundley and Jeff Driscoll for visits, but they didn't sign either one of them. So is the season? I mean, let's be real. Ninety five percent of the teams, if your quarterback goes down, you're 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 ding 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 know, ding ding. Unless you have an elite. Defense and an elite offense. Your your seasons. You're not going deep in the playoffs. The Nick Foles. So does it even matter? Is it is it does it even matter? Doesn't matter. Okay. The Nick Foles scenario that happened in Philly when Carson Wentz went down, like people fail to realize in those moments, like Carson Wentz was literally on the cusp of being league MVP that year. Like Nick Foles didn't get him to that point. Right. Like Nick Foles, Nick Foles didn't get him to the bye in the first round. Nick Foles didn't. Yes, he performed well in the playoffs and, and actually got him to a Super Bowl. I get it. Granted, that's an anomaly. Mm-hmm. That that is not the norm. You said ninety five percent. I'm willing to go ninety nine percent of the NFL teams in the league. If QB one goes down, you're up Doodles Creek <laughs> with no paddle. And a hole in your boat. It's just you. It's like you wasted your time. You want you you. Here's what you want to hope. You want to hope that whatever injury that your quarterback has sustained, it isn't long term. And your hope is that I can somehow, some way, put a guy in there that can manufacture, manufacture or hold the line to maybe one or two games. I am extremely and overly blessed if he goes 2-0. I am elated and overjoyed if he goes 1-1. I'm expecting him to go 0-2. Even when you see a a player great as Big Ben with Pittsburgh, 11-0, and once they figured him out, look how their season went. And that was a great player. Now he is, you know, that was a great player. So just take a guy just off the street, and basically these are what these quarterbacks are. Even though that some of them come from college, they're basically off the street, don't have no experience. It, it, last year, it's kind of like you're just spinning your wheels. I don't want to say wasting your time because some guys grew from last year, but it's kind of like you're wasting your time because you you you, you just know in your heart you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. If if Dak goes down for a season-ending injury, let me knock on wood. I'm I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying if it happens. I don't care who the backup is. He ain't winning. I don't care who the backup is. We We had a backup here last year who had a ton of NFL starts. A ton of NFL starts. What'd he do? He's actually, is he starting? Where'd he go? Chicago? Chicago. Is he start? Is he going to start just for a little while? Year? For a little yeah. bit till they get a is it, who they got? Fields is that? Yeah, Justin Fields. Get him ready. So they also so have you, Nick Falls, and they have Nick Falls. So you had a backup that's actually was was picked up by someone to be a temporary starter and still couldn't win games. So you're just just you're saying it doesn't matter. Backups, you just need a body out there to hopefully maintain till your starter can get back. Right again, yes. Okay. Maybe it, maybe he can come in and you know if, if it happens in the first half I can come back in and hold the fort for the second half and pull out a victory. So don't go spend big bucks on a backup guy. Just roll with one of these guys and hope Why? they can sustain. Are you you in the same oh, boat? Oh man, mate? yeah. Like, you know, like I said, I said I was a little harsh at the beginning. Like the season is a waste of time, but it's not. It's not a waste of time because some people grow within the season. But as far as you trying to get into the playoffs, it would be a miracle. Mm-hmm. And people, people always. Here's the funny thing. I, I love this part. People will always, always throw the whole Matt Castle into the mix, right? Like I guarantee you, someone will tweet me. Well, what about Matt Castle when Tom Brady went down? But people, it's, it's like the Bible verse that people say. It's not. It ain't aiming corner yet. Kurt's not here. I know. But okay. people, people will say, 
money's the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's absolutely wrong. That's wrong. The Bible doesn't say that. Doesn't the love of, of money? money. Mm-hmm. They, they leave that part out. And then, the go, love of money. and then they'll go, Matt Castle. What about him? Don't he was the for you. And I go, they didn't make the playoffs. Mm. Anyone uh, ten to eleven? That and team he, didn't and go even to, worse. That team did not go to the playoffs. And even worse, he came here and was worse. So like that yeah. same Matt Castle. Wow. So you can say this and go, Matt Castle won ten eleven game, whatever. They didn't go to the playoffs. So off or not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if it. I forgot what coach said it. You don't coach for backup quarterbacks. If you get to the point you got to get a backup quarterback, your season is screwed. Period. You and you 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 come to the point where you're just trying to hold on. You're trying to hold on because your playbook goes from this uh, to this, and knowledge and ability. Because guess what? If he had the knowledge and the ability, guess what he'd be? Starting. He'd be starting. Yeah. So the backup for me, we we, we make a big deal. Blaine Gabbard, Cooper Rush, Ben DiNucci, <laughs> Ben DiHucci. I don't – doesn't make a difference. If wow. four goes down, Start we're going to Mexico. I didn't book the trip this year. We're going still. If four goes down, we are going to Mexico. I got Mexico. some buddies in Mexico now, but what the part of Mexico I'm going, <laughs> it ain't too lavish, but we can party. I don't know if you should say that, Manate. <laughs> history says you shouldn't say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> are you offering to take us to Mexico, Jesse, if four goes down? Or are we just going to take the show if, down there? If Derek starts paying me by the word, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You could make a penny a word and be rich. Yes, Mr. Jesse. I'm taking you out of Mexico, though. <clears throat> all right. So? And the part we, well, I'm taking you to, you're really going to live large. Is all you going to be drinking So you're beers. saying there's no beach there? You're like. It's some beach. Oh, it's, it's plenty of beach. But I don't know if you can be get on it at all these. That is the only nice place in this spot is the, the coast. You know. Other than that, when you go a little. When yeah. are you going on this trip? I went this past year. I don't think I'm going back. It's no? kind of nerve wracking. What part of Mexico? Are you in? I, I can't even remember, man. It was right by San. Uh, by Did you send us San pictures Diego. of that? Yeah, I sent pictures. Of it. it may be. Oh, is that when you drove? Yeah. Oh, you, at the. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just when I went random. To the wing stop. Yeah. Here's 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 why we love Nate. <laughs> We will ask Nate. I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm like, Mexico? What is we Nate will, talking about? We will ask Nate to do stuff with us. And and we won't hear anything from him. And he's in our own building and he's doing his own thing. And we like, want, like it'd be cool to hang out with Nate and just talk and bond. And, and we Nate's don't hear anything. Nate's a good dude to be around. He, he Nate's is. Nate's super duper funny. Right. Some days he, ha- he has his bad days where he's grumpy old crusty Nate and yeah. you just don't want to have anything to do with him. But most part he's he's jo- he's the jolly Nate and he's the jokester. And he's way more funnier and candid off oh, camera yeah. Oh, yeah. than he is on camera. Oh yeah. When the filter's off. He's, yeah. So you know we wanted to hang out with Nate. We don't hear anything from him. And then just out of the blue you know when the off season when we're not having a show or anything <laughs> you just start getting random pictures from Nate. And it's like of state signs. And he starts like on the East Coast, and you get one of like Florida, and then you get one of Alabama, and then one of, you know, Mississippi, then Louisiana. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm in San Diego. And then it's like, I'm in Tijuana. Here's, but like, what are you doing? I don't know. I just came down here to have lunch with a buddy. That's it. And then, and then three hours later, you get another text message. Back in California, yeah. and then the next day, it's like, yeah, I got home at like you know three o'clock in the morning. He just drives. It's like that one. He just ran. Forrest Gump was like, like just why, keep why running. Do you do? It was like, I just started running. Yeah, like Nate just gets I in start the car. Driving. But you know driving. what's so funny, man? I think I told you this, is man, is when I came back from Mexico. Uh huh. That lady, the, the officer who take Customs. everybody else, they just took a picture of their car, got their license, wrote down their license number, and let them go. So she got mine. She said, sir, how you doing? I'm doing all right, ma'am. She said, you been to Mexico? I said, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I enjoyed it. She said, how long did you stay? I said, two hours. We need you to pull over to the right. 
Brush when you search your vehicle, like, could you cut, you cut your, your car lines over here, please. <laughs> Where are the dogs? I had a dog Where crate. Dogs? I had a dog crate. Your lane is over here, guys. I said, please, man, uh, well, of course. Here. I said, check me, you know. I said, you want me to sit here? Because I'm like, I ain't. Finna Wait. You want me to just say, just sit right here? Everything's fine. I said, oh man, look up under the seat. Uh, that is hay in there. Pick it up. Get so it wait. There. So you had a dog crate yeah. with no dog. No dog. In so hay. With hay in it. And you went to Mexico yeah. for two yeah. hours yeah. and came back. And you were wondering why they stopped. Customs. <laughs> and she Did looked at me. Even, even, even when she gave me her license back, she handed them to me, and she was just looking at me. Sir, your license plate says Texas. Yes, ma'am. Wiley, Texas. Nine thirty. Yeah, I'm going to get her. Yeah, I'm going to get my. Yeah. And uh, she just looked at me. I, when I pulled off, I looked back. She was still looking at me. <laughs> like, I can't believe we he just drove from Wiley, Texas to, to, to Mexico for two, hour, two or three hours. <sighs> With a dog crate and hay. With a hay. Yeah. And no dog. Yeah. Oh, and no horse. That's <laughs> no horse. So random. That's why yeah. we love You ain't even have a mini horse. Like, you no. got like a mini horse could have been like the size of a dog. Right. You have nothing. Oh. All right, before we go to break, since we're on the offense, man, this show's been all over the place all already. Over. And we still, the last segment was trying the to prove that OTAs don't mean that right. much. <laughs> Your story about having hay in a dog crate <laughs> right. in Tijuana for three hours is way more interesting <laughs> I agree. than OTAs. I agree. CBS Sports came out with a little fun little uh, um, rankings, and we all love rankings. Wait, we love why'd lists. you put the hay in a dog? Because you know Crate. what the dog, you know, some some if you get a pup, we're about to learn you something. You use the restroom, you know. Some dogs ain't used to traveling; they'll throw up, right. and all that stuff will settle down in the hay, and they, they can stay on top of the hay. Oh, and oh. some dogs smarter to move it around so they'll be comfortable, so they don't wall around in their yeah. own mess. Yeah, but you didn't oh. have a dog. I didn't have a dog. No. Did you have a dog when the trip started? No. Okay. So why the hell did you have a crate with hay in it? I thought I may have may have got a dog from it. Oh, okay. And, and then I didn't. So you when you because he didn't have any. When you went to see your but your <coughs> okay, buddy. All right. So you knew people in Mexico. Yeah, I, I've heard of him. Oh, I've heard of him. What kind does of dog? The guy have a phone. <laughs> the guy trying to get does a rock. Does the guy have a, a name? Does, does the guy have a name? <laughs> no, you don't have a name. Do you this have sounds to so fishy. You could have called him sounds, and asked him to get a dog. This sounds so shady. No, but I wanted to meet him. Did okay, you have no. to meet somebody before you he met him? Came, he could have came over and, 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 and he could have came to San Diego, but I'm like, I had to come, overcome our fears of Mexico. Okay. So that's why I, I did it. So I, you overcome, not so much to get a dog, but it's to overcome my fears of Mexico. Why are you scared of Mexico? Because everybody always said bad things about Mexico, especially <laughs> the border cities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you read a lot about it, yeah. about the violence and stuff. Yeah. And it, and it, ain't, it ain't like that. You know, if you you know, because I asked the dude, I'm like, man, I, I I was really nervous about coming. He said the problem here, he said the only problem you ever have is when you try to be a savior. I said, what do you mean? Well, if somebody over there getting beat up, that ain't your business. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, noted. Yeah, I said, you ain't got to worry about me. Kid get ran over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We got his one. We got his one. Yeah. CBS said what? Okay, CBS. Yeah, this is going down. This is going C- down a slope down. CBS My Sports getting beat up. Ra- rate the Cowboys' current triplets, uh, Dak, Zeke, and Amari. Does that offend you? What? Rank the current triplets. Oh, no. Let's do it. Let's have fun. Okay. okay. I didn't know if it was you like, were, wait a second. You yeah, were, you, you were, were, part, you were of part of that. The mm, triplets. So. Yeah. They rank the current triplets. Dak, Zeke, and Amari. I guess Jesse's asking if if them calling them the triplets, if that upsets you, those no, three guys. Man. No, okay. no. Right. Um, have they earned the right to even have no, that nickname? No, that, that's who they are. I mean, that you know, not yet. me. I don't no, care because I don't care because as long as people say triplets, we know who they're talking about. So it's kind of like yeah. a, a hat tip to yeah. the old guys. Yeah. Okay. Because ain't but one, you know, we said, you know, the original '88. You know who that is, you know. Yeah. It ain't Mike. It ain't Mike for me. It's Drew. Mm-hmm. You know, number twelve is Roger. There ain't nobody else. That's Roger. Okay. Number nine is Tony. Ain't, ooh, excuse ooh, me. Ooh, ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. You know. I, I like messy Nate. I like yeah, him. You know I what? like messy Nate. Seventy four is Lily, and everybody else get cut. That, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they rank Dak, Zeke, and Amari as the third best trifecta or trio in the league um, behind Kansas City, Mahomes, 
Edwards, Hilaire, and Kelsey, and behind the Packers, Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. Do you guys agree? They they also ranked the Giants 18th, Washington 19th, Philly 28th. Do you agree with them being the third best? I don't think you can. I don't think you can argue putting them ahead of either one of those. Two okay, teams. who they got in front of them? Kansas City, Mahomes, Edwards, Hilaire, and Kelsey, and then the Packers, Rodgers, Jones, and Adams. I mean, when you got the, the first and second best quarterback in the league, yep. you, it's hard to argue. And those guys, Kelsey's a beast, which is interesting because he's a tight end and not a receiver that they put him in there. And then Edwards Hilaire, like, I mean, his season was off through the roof, you know. And then you got Jones and Adams and the Packers, maybe. Man, maybe. Jones came a long ways this year. Uh, yeah. Man. I mean, wow. what do y'all think? Y'all think, think? I think it's valid. Yeah. I think three is a good spot. You think that's too high? For a team that had the record they had, no, sir. They didn't have a very good record. So for them to be there, that says that people respect them. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is there yeah. is there another trio in the league? You know, could you Russell Wilson lock it? Mate? No. Maybe at, maybe the guys in because you're going quarterback, running back, and, two, and a receiver. Yeah. Receiver. And a receiver. Yeah. Maybe maybe after last year, the Chargers with. No. Herbert and Eckler, Herbert and Keenan Allen. No. 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 Eckler kind of messes that up, doesn't he? And Herbert does too. Yeah. He, he's okay. he's on the rise, but yeah. he hadn't kind of cut he hadn't got there yet. I, I was thinking, but he got hurt. Maybe Baker, uh, Chubb, and Odell. Yeah. yeah. That was a good comedy, yeah. Baker kind of throws you off a throws little bit. Throws it off a little bit for me for that one. Trying to think of what about Tampa? They, they got it. They got it ranked right. They got it ranked right. They got that ranked right. Or you know what? I know he retired, but Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas. No, nah, not the way Breeze finished. No, bro. Mm-hmm. okay. Then he was hurt most of the year. No. What'd you say, Chris? Tampa. You got Brady. You've got um, the guy from LSU, the uh, running back, and then you've got number thirteen, the big wide receiver, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Fournette and, and Evans. Then, and Evans. Fournette yep. kind of throws me off on that one a little bit because you only Fournette in the playoffs. You, I was saying you, <laughs> well, you, 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 yeah. you only, you only like get playoff Lenny. Yeah. like playoff Lenny. Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, it was Ronald Jones all year. That's right. Yeah. He was the guy that was getting most of the snaps all year. Then playoff Lenny happened, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that we remember from LSU. I'm gonna tell you what, man. The two quarterbacks is what sells it both for the first right. two groups. Yep. You know, and then you can say Tampa because they quarterback. Man, can you imagine though? I tell you what, it. it I think it's fair because if Dak would have stayed healthy last year, mm-hmm. he was going to put up probably record numbers or close to record numbers for the Cowboys. And then, you know, Zeke. I think he makes Zeke better. And then Amari. You know, that's Zeke's going to have a redemptive year. I think so too. I think your boy's back this year, Nate. I want you to text Kurt. <laughs> keep that on. Keep that. Mark that. Mark that. Because Kurt, yeah, with Kurt can cheer. I tell, along I with tell you what. If he if he does not have a if he doesn't have a bounce back year, which, he won't bounce back at all. Believe that. Yeah. He won't bounce back with this team. What you mean? If he don't bounce back next year, oh, he won't he bounce, bounce back, back at, at all. all. Okay, I got you. Yeah. He. Yeah. It ain't because he's not in shape. Old boy is in shape. Like it. That's not going to be a question this year. He looks. He looks fit. So. Hopefully he's. He had a little burst. He had one little run. He took off on a on a, on a DB. He had a little burst. Yeah, out I there. saw him. I saw him. You saw that? Mm-hmm. I tell you, let me ask you. Well, let's do it after the break. Let's okay. take a break. I got a question about players looking in shape. Does it matter? Does it matter what a guy physically looks like if he's ripped? Like if you watch the UFC. You see a guy that's over there and he's jacked and he's got six pack, and then a guy that's fat and sloppy just comes in there and just wallops him. Like, does it does it matter in the NFL what you look like? And then let's talk about Randy Gregory and then uh, Coach Quinn if we have time for all that. If not, then you'll just have to tune in next week. To next week will be our last show until we go to training camp, so you won't want to miss that, and you don't want to miss this final segment. We come back on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. Hallelujah. Oh, never mind. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, Book a place to stay on Hotels.com. 
proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola, the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Hey, Cowboys fans. There's a lot to get excited about for the upcoming season, but nothing more so than having a packed AT&T Stadium to cheer on the Cowboys every Sunday afternoon. At SeatGeek, we've been using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier, like football games, country shows, rodeos, pro wrestling, and everything in between. Download the SeatGeek app today and let there be live. SeatGeek. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the show, hanging with the boys. The final segment: single game tickets. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys at AT and T Stadium this season. A limited number of single games, standing room only tickets are on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com/tickets. All right, got a few things to get to, and only 13 minutes. Do it. What you got, Nate? That's a nice watch, Jess. I saw that uh, yeah, earlier. That's, that's a that's big nice. watch, Thanks, man. That's pretty neat. Man. Is that 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 doesn't look like practice squad money? No, that I looks don't. like that looks. That don't like, look like ten dollars a show either. That looks like real money. Why are you putting your money? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you that that doesn't? Y'all bringing yeah. too much attention to me. People, I, y'all know I roll by myself. Wait a minute. We're bringing too much attention to Jesse. What does Jesse do every single show? Bring what does Jesse do Jesse. on Twitter? Bring attention to Jesse. And we're bringing too much attention I never put, to you. I never post. If you go back and look at all of my Twitter history, I've never posted possessions. I've never posted or talked about money. You post pictures of guns all the time. Never. These two right oh, here. Oh, I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I never post pictures of guns because I don't want the. I don't want five hundred one my back. I'm talking about your arms. Oh, but these right here. Yeah, those pythons. Those. Yeah. Look at him looking for the right camera angle camera so right he here. looks more swole. There he is. There he is. That's the Jesse we know and love. Wow. Uh, you know about, what? I wonder. Attention. Bring some attention. Uh, you to know what? I would love. We probably need to put a Twitter. He's getting up in here. We need to put a Twitter poll out. What is because that? we all like Jesse. Yes, we because do. we know Jesse. That's right. We know Jesse's heart. That's right. We know <laughs> how Jesse right place, is. Right. Yes. And we have a lot of off-air conversations, and right. we know Jesse personally. And we we like Jesse. Jesse's a good dude. But you could come off arrogant, self-centered, self-absorbed. Wow! Me, All me, of that? me, me. So wow. I wonder if, like our, if our fans have bonded with Jesse like we have, and they really enjoy Jesse and understand Jesse for the human being and the person he is, or if they just think that he's this jerk I can that talks less. a lot. I can care less. Really? Wow. As long as the people that matter to me know there who I go. am. You know what? If more people had that attitude, the world would be Here's such a better place. Like No joke. That's some, no lie. Somewhere along the line, humanity lost itself. Yes, I agree. And we've gotten to a point where... You care more about what other people think about holy you moly. than what you think about yourself. We like, like The thing that I don't understand... That's we've why al- people wear big watches. We've so allowed, other people can see them. And- we've allowed this device oh, and yeah. the apps that go along with yep. it to have way too much say-so too much in value. our lives. I agree 100%. If you think... It's all about clout. For one... Iota of a second. Be careful, because we do have fans on the show. We don't want to run them all off. We're not going to run them all. Okay, okay. Because I, I, first of all, I'm probably the most interactive person out of this entire group combined. Hundred percent with people. That's including Chris. That's including everybody. Every yes. 
I love the interaction. I love yes. our fans. I love the people. I like. I speak to people all the time. Mm-hmm. Agree. If any, I, let me say this. Let let this be a P, this is the camera. Let this be a PSA. And Uh-oh. this is this should be for PSA. a lot of people. If you think for one second, look at the camera while you say. You think for one second that I, me, Jesse Holly, cares about what people think about me who don't even know me who I don't know from a can of paint, you're sadly mistaken. Not only will I not care, like understand, like this is an app. These are apps that goes on this phone, right? Mm-hmm. Just as fast as I added the app to this phone, mm-hmm. I can delete the app from this phone. Can you though? Could you delete Twitter yeah. today if you had to? If no, Twitter can't. was causing me some sort of strain or strife, mm-hmm. it would be gone. Really? Be- you have that kind of willpower? You could do it? He don't. If I'm it was the, causing me pain, no, it would. But would you know it was causing you pain until you? Like Jesse, all pain. the stories you've told us, you should have been past those those issues, and you still have those issues. So because yes. my dad left me, no, and other things you've told us, where they took your 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 basketball number, you about cried and had a fit. <laughs> You still bother about it? You sit up there and watch. You heard guys. what Jalen Smith said. Jalen Smith said this number's a part of who I am. Uh, okay, but you sit up and you watch the guys practice for five minutes. I was standing up with you. I thought something was, something wrong with Jesse. When I, I'm like, I'm sorry. you I'm were talking. standing there for a little <laughs> yeah, bit. With yeah, me. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, <laughs> he didn't want to leave you on the porch. Well, yeah, I'm like, well, wow. Actually, what he did though, <laughs> I had to go because he's about. See? To, I'm like, See? Wow. he didn't care. <laughs> yeah, life he ain't gonna me. stop because Jesse. Exactly. So, like my my biggest gripe with Jason Witten, biggest gripe about Jason Witten. You let people on social media run you from a $5 million a year job. Are you crazy? If they paid me $5 million a year, you can say whatever the hell you want about me. <laughs> True. On an app? For people who I do not know. I don't know these people. But what about the people you do know? You care what they think? No. <laughs> I really don't. I'm, like, I'm, tell I'm, I'm telling you, like, I got, really... When you, when you have a sense of righteousness, and I ain't talking about the ignorance or the arrogance because he ain't that way. I'm talking about when you have a sense of right mm-hmm. and, you, and you a sense of fair play, mm-hmm. you don't worry about right. it. Right. It's, it's confidence yeah. and it's yeah. like knowing you, who you, you yeah, are you, and you're being not comfortable. Just blasting with that. a person to blast yeah. a person. I totally agree with yeah. that. I, I, more people should I be that. Way. J, I talked to Jay, uh, uh, what, Jalen Smith yesterday. Did two, you? Two, yeah, I enjoyed it. Great Where? conversation. Right outside there. When? Uh, yesterday I came over around. So, wait, you 11. were up here. After we invited you to come watch practice and you didn't even say hi two days in a row. <laughs> well, bro, You were here yesterday on yeah, property. Yeah, I had to talk to Scott, you know. Mm, you talked yeah. to Scott. Yeah, he had to help Look, me see, you're things. emotional right now. That's why you <laughs> see that. See, that bothered you. You're emotional. I really don't care. I'm just, you're emotional. You really don't care. So what did you, no. what did you and Jalen talk? Did you tell him you've been I bashing Jay, him for, two, for, him. for the last I two Jaylen, months? I come here, man. D- is this a true story? I said, yeah. Okay. I said, no, I said, no, seriously, this is a true story? Uh, yes, it is. We don't tell films on this show. Uh, no, I'm not about this one here. Okay. Not this. I, I said, Jalen, because I was talking to Doug, mm-hmm. our old producer. And this was up? Where did yeah, you see him? Yeah, I was talking to Doug over here. Where did you see Jalen? Right down here, outside in the parking lot. Around about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Okay, all right. I said, Jalen, come here, man. I say, I've been bashing you. I've not said nothing positive about you in a year, a year or two. I say, man, refocus, man. I say, give me something that I can ride on with you, brother. I say, please. I say, I remember you three years ago, bro. Can we get that, Jalen? He said, I promise you, you're going to get it, man. I said, no, Jalen, for real. He said, I promise you, dog. I said, I'm, I'm serious. Now, I mean, he was happy. He, you know, just the mm-hmm. same great kid that I always see. Right. right. And then he went over there, and it was an orange stick on his car. I said, they stickered. <laughs> he said, they always get me, man. I'm at practice. He took the sticker, threw it in the back seat like most so guys So you really do. told him that? Oh, yes, sir. You told him you've been bashing him? Oh, yeah. Well, good for you. Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to tell you something. And that's why I understand who Jesse is, because when you when – you, when you are just telling the truth mm-hmm. and you you know not trying to hang a guy out. Now sometimes I joke like like Don Terry. He'll come to me, man. You've been bashing me. Yes, I have, and probably I probably bash you worse than anybody because I bragged on you worse than anybody. Mm-hmm. I remember how I just hey man, I'm gonna eat oh, a pork was, chops and we yeah. gonna eat bacon together. All these fat jokes and having fun. It looked you like you actually did. Yeah, like we, we did a little too, did a little too much of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so. Don't 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 try to. I, I ain't never believed in that because I, I I used to read the paper, 
And I just remember what they used to say about me. There's some guys that said things, and I'm like, it don't matter now because I made the team. But there's some guys that said things like, ain't no way and this, this dude going to make the team. Tom Landry ain't never kept a dude this size. And I, it's some people that I'm close to now. But I knew a long time ago they had a job to do. And my job is to show you that I'm going to change your opinion of what you think about fat guys. Because remember we said we are going to talk about guys that don't look like it? I was one of those guys that did not look like a 6'5", 265-pound dude. I was 6'2", 345 pounds. <laughs> I was the total opposite of what they had around him. Six Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls <laughs> later. Thank, Thank you. It worked out. It worked out. All right, well – now that we bashed Jesse and we bashed Jalen, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's end on a positive. We weren't bashing you, by the way. Oh. I know that you don't care because you just told us you really don't care what we think. But no, You know when I start caring? When? When they start cutting me checks. When they stop cutting the checks, that's when I'll care. Oh. Wow. So Jesse loves money. So that's what the Bible was talking about. <laughs> you threw it back on you, Jesse. The love of money. I love to earn my money. Hey. Good point. It's a difference. Okay. You don't want it handed to you. I earn what everything if, that I get. What if you won the lottery? Would you be It'll okay never with that? Happen. He, he at least paid for the ticket. You don't, It'll you don't play never it? happen. Because you don't play it? God will never let me win the lottery. Never. You would do so much good, though, Jess. You do I would a, do so much bad. Me too. That's. Oh, I would do so I much would. good. But oh, I, would do I, would. Some, I would do a ton of good, and so many folks would be blessed. Not not bad to people. It would no, no, be no, no, bad no, no. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be bad for me. For me. For personally. Oh, I'd still do this show. I can see Jesse now, man. Jesse's Trailer Park. <laughs> and all, nice, all are welcome. Free oatmeal. <laughs> you you have a trailer park franchise. <laughs> Sponsored by Funtown tra- RV. I have, a trailer, I have a trailer park tour. <laughs> the Jesse Holly Funtown RV Trailer Park Tour. Oh, oh my God. Coming oh. to a park near you. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let me at least get to one of these points. I threw okay. out like three of them. Get to them. the Dan Quinn point. We have three. We have three minutes. So yes, Dan Quinn. Great. Sounds like he's going to utilize a three-four defense, right? Or Did four, you three. see that, Jess? The th- you know, I thought it was four-three, but four-three. Sorry, four-three. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do you guys like that move? Is there an advantage to that? And then my my big question is. Will he, as a coach and as a presence in that locker room and in that defensive team meeting room, does his presence make a difference? Let me answer your second question first. Okay. And then we'll answer your first question second. Okay. And this is fresh off the press. Our good friend Jane Slater, of course, she was at a practice today and they had some interviews in the the locker room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Newly signed defensive in here, Terrell Basham. Mm -hmm. He had this to say about um, working with Dan Quinn. He said, I love working with Dan. He says that uh, says he heard how into the defensive line he was. He says, Quinn and coaches all work together to help, uh, reckon, to help him recognize things about himself, habits, good or bad, like he never knew he took a bad angle until now. So he's saying, like, Terrell Bachelor, like, I didn't know that was a bad angle until now I started working with Dan Quinn. And you and I had the conversation about Dan Quinn Every player on the football field is a gifted. Now, there's levels to that gift. Yes, it is. The coach's job is to get the elite level players to be elite at a consistent level. His job is also to get the players that are not elite to play above their abilities at a consistent level. See, flashing at any point in time, offense, defense, or special team is bad in football. To be a flash player is to be a bad player. It makes you – you can't be dependent upon because I don't know what you're going to do you're when per, you're going to do it. You're per, a potential guy, not a performer. And so coaching brings out the best in guys. And the best coaches and, – and Aaron Rodgers has been talking about this – relationships. And everything that you hear about Dan Quinn is about his relationship with guys. And when you have a relationship, and Nate, I know you can attest to right. this, because uh, one of the, the the one of the most tightest knit groups of all football groups is O line, mm-hmm. and it starts with their O line coach. Yes. And when you when you believe in your O line coach, what he's saying, what he's preaching, what he's teaching, not only do you take on that personality, but you're willing to go above and beyond. 
to make sure that the guy who's calling the shots for your group is right. And so for Dan Quinn being a defensive coordinator but also working with each individual guy, he's building that relationship with players that are going to get guys to play above <clears throat> their normal talent level and then we get the elite guys to play at a more consistent level at their elite level. And he's going to get you to run through a wall for him. And that matters. That matters. One of the reasons why you saw a lot of that freestyle and a lot of that doing my own thing and uh, whatever they call, I'm going to do something opposite, they didn't believe. They didn't believe in that coach. They didn't nah. respect that coach. Right. That, 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 they, there wasn't a relationship there with that coach. And I think early on you're seeing Dan Quinn have an effect on a lot of these players on the defensive side of the ball of saying, you know what? This is a guy I can get behind. And when you have players in this league, because they you could, when you become a man, you can start seeing through a lot of that bull crap quick. And if you bull crapping me, I, 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 I coach or not, I ain't really fooling with you, because we got too much on the line for you to be bull crapping me. My future's on the line here. This is how I feed my family. This is how I feed every. This is how I do my deal. So if you bull crapping me, I, I'm gonna do just what I'm supposed to do and nothing more. Especially if I'm a player that got some cachet in the locker room and some cachet on this team. But if I know you, man, you a man, and I'm a man, and you come at me like a man, and we have that relationship like men, you can get me to do anything for you. And I'm going to believe in what you tell me. I'm going to believe in what you teach me. And I'm going to go out there and do my very best to give you everything that you need so that you can be successful and I can be successful. And I think I think that's happening with Dan Quinn and a lot of these guys on this defense. You know, I, I, I agree, man. I agree because, and more importantly, not only getting a guy who's not elite to play at a certain level, to get him to accept his role and love it. And that's when you really, when coaches start saying in certain situations, we want this guy because this guy know who he is and know what he does well. You see that a lot in basketball. When you have three elite-level players, they don't have money for the rest, but they got certain guys that can do certain things real well. And when they come in the game, they try to master that at all times. And that's what Coach Quinn is going to do right here because we're not, we don't have a lot of uh, – Money players, as you know, we will say. So we got to get the best out of these guys. He's got to he's got to see these guys. That's why training camp is so big for Coach Quinn mm-hmm. to get his thing across. So you guys are saying even <clears throat> before you install your system and your game plans and all that, you're already you're already seeing buy-in from players. So you're already better off than what you were because sounds like guys are buying in 